I'm Danny, That Witch Next Door, and you're listening to That Witch Podcast. And with that being said, thank you so much for joining me for today's YouTube pre-show tarot reading. That was a really, really stacked full reading. Um, and now it's time to welcome everybody else to That Witch Podcast. I'm Danny. That Witch Next Door must be the season of That Witch because here I am using really <laughs> corny intro lines. I don't know. I'm doing my best. How are all of you doing? I'm feeling a little bit scattered today. I really kept trying to over plan and over plan my podcast episode for today. And I just ended up working myself into a bit of a hole, if you will. So we're doing a small bit of winging it today. We just finished up a full 20 minute, three card free tarot reading for everybody on the YouTube pre-show tarot reading. Okay. So make sure you do go over and subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you haven't already ring the little bell so that you never miss notifications for when a new video comes out. Again, I do a, a very real, very insightful tarot reading for everybody before I start the official podcast episode. So you never want to miss out on those. So like I said, I'm feeling a little bit scattered. Hello, Moon in Gemini. Moon's in Gemini today, everybody. And so don't be surprised if you are also feeling a little bit scattered, a little bit chaotic. That's okay. Especially in an emotional sense, okay? And so when the sun is in Leo... We have truth really shining down and illuminating a lot for us, particularly things on our heart's true path. And then when the moon goes into Gemini, it really wants to analyze all of this and gobble up and process all of the information around all of these feelings. And so things might feel a little bit scattered right now. We are going to be under a Gemini moon until Wednesday afternoon. And that's when the moon will move into Cancer before moving into Leo on Saturday. And finally, having the Leo new moon on Sunday, August 8th at 7.50 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So, okay. Leo new moon is the shadowy side of Leo, okay? And Leo, the sign, Leo season, and major Leo placements do not love going into the shadow. I would actually argue, quite possibly, that Leo struggles the hardest of any other sign going into the shadow, doing shadow work. They are so light driven because of being ruled by the sun and being ruled by the heart that I think that it can feel really uncomfortable for Leo to go into the subconscious. 
when we talk about really evolved, really bright and brilliant Leo energy, like we did last week, we use words like confidence, courage, boldness, leadership, authority, and pride. And when we start talking about these energies, I want you to start understanding that any of these energies, no matter how quote unquote positive or quote good they may seem, there's always a way to go overboard on them or to have a severe and major lack or neglecting of them, okay? And so we actually talked about this a little bit in the pre-show reading today because we were talking about this in the scope of tarot reversals. But I use these uh, terms a lot, evolved and unevolved, light and shadow. And I also want you to start understanding balance and lack and balance and exaggeration, okay? So when we bring up and talk about all those really, really great words and all those really great qualities associated with Leo, I now want you to picture all of those first on hyper overdrive exaggeration mode and then pretend that they don't exist. Pretend there's a huge neglect or lacking of them. And the situations, the thoughts that this brings up for you, whatever this makes you reflect on when I say, okay, think of the term confident and confidence. And now I want you to picture that on overdrive and exaggeration mode. And now I want you to picture it completely gone, a complete neglect or lack of it. What comes up for you? That's what I mean. When I list all of those out, and again, remember, you can always pause and rewind and take notes. I really, really encourage that. Treat these like an educational session. I want you to take this concept in practice and bring it into the Leo new moon, okay? It does not have to be scary to go into the shadow. It does not have to be the end of the world to go into the shadow. In fact, this is how we maintain a really healthy ego, right? And ego is what Leo rules. So I want you to close your eyes. That could be right now. It could be whenever you get a chance. And I want you to think of Leo. Look at it in your chart. What house does it rule? Do you have any placements there? Do you know anybody in your life with major Leo placements? And I want you to write down everything that you feel about Leo energy, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between, okay? And I want you to have the courage, Leo keyword, have the courage to face your own exaggerations and your own lackings in these in these areas, okay? And how they're manifesting and showing up in your life right now. Because when we get into this shadowy realm, when we get into the roots of these issues and into the, the real depths there, what happens is we do this really beautiful maintenance that then translates out into our external life, okay? And 
we are able to experience a much more balanced, grounded, and exciting life experience. And honestly, those are some of the main points. Like, meaning the reasons why we do this whole fucking earth thing. When we achieve balance, we are experiencing one of the most beautiful, peaceful, relieving feelings that we can possibly experience in this universe. I personally believe that's what true balance can bring us, no matter how small or how big and significant that balanced feeling is or where it came from. Groundedness, because the whole point is to be here, okay? Not to escape constantly, not to constantly try and check out. I'm not talking about like, I'm not getting dark and morbid like suicide. I'm more talking about escapism, that kind of checking out. Whether it's through drugs and addiction or through honestly toxic spirituality, that type of escapism via bypassing and willful ignorance and anywhere in between. We're meant to be here and experience this physical life. And whenever you have been able to really ground and root into a particular moment and just achieve true presentness, I think that again, that moment, that feeling really speaks for itself, why it's one of the main things and one of the main reasons why we're here to do what we do. And lastly, life is meant to be enjoyed. I just don't believe with a single part of me that we're meant to come here for some overall punishment and everything is supposed to be constant suffering. I don't believe that. I do believe we're meant to experience suffering. I do believe that we're meant to experience challenge and death and hardship, all of these things. I believe the polar of all of those though. I also believe in duality and that we are supposed to also experience enjoyment, fulfillment, excitement, okay? And so these are really the main, main things or again, reasons, if you will, of why we're here, why we're doing what we do. And if you ask me, these are... I think, achievable through regular shadow work practice, which is all about the new moon. I <coughs> love the new moon. I'm a new moon witch through and through, always have been. I don't adore the full moon and what it tends to do to me. I'm very, very wired. Um, I was born under almost a full moon. I was born under super full waxing gibbous. And so for me, it just triggers heightened energy in general. I have a Pisces moon, which means I'm already like very up in the ether with moon energy. So the the new moon or the full moon tends to uproot me sometimes more often than not a little too much. The new moon is the darkest night of the lunar month, right? Because we can't see the moon in the sky this is a time calling for us to draw within, 
introspection, rest, rejuvenate, reset. All of these are keywords associated with new moon energy and new moon magic and practice. I love it. This makes it a perfect night (coughs) for shadow work, okay? And that's why I want you to ask yourself those tough Leo questions. I want you to tap into that strong, brilliant courage that Leo gives us, that it's lending all of us right now in the middle of Leo season. And I want you to courageously step into the dark night of this of this lunar cycle, okay? I want, and the cool part about the new moon is it's both endings and beginnings always. It marks the ending of the previous lunar cycle and it marks the beginning of the next lunar cycle that's happening. And this little in-between period, it really is like a, a ethereal existential pause button, if you will, where you really can use that in-between for whatever you need. And I, I do think that because of Leo's pride tendencies, which is one of its beautiful skills and qualities about it, I think that it needs some checks and balances though via shadow work and uh, make sure you're checking in on that. Okay. All right. Now, since we're here talking about the shadow, talking about doing the hard work, talking about asking yourself the hard questions and giving yourself the hard answers. I figured we would just keep going on that same path here. And I want to talk to y'all about Chiron because Chiron, the asteroid, is retrograde in Aries right now. And it is making quite a few aspects this week. It's interacting with the sun. It interacts with the moon. Something else I'm totally forgetting. But I want to talk about Chiron. You've most likely heard of Chiron. And if you follow any kind of astrology or astrologer accounts, this is an asteroid that represents both the cohesion of our trauma and therefore our healing. This is what makes Chiron kind of a heavy hitter. And it makes a lot of sense that we are having quite a few aspects of it this week leading up to this new moon. It's going to be drumming up and drawing up some of these uncomfortable questions and realizations like I was talking about. That's totally normal. It's going to feel a little tense. And because Chiron is in Aries right now, there is this reactivity that I want everybody to be really, really mindful of. you know, allow yourself the safe energetic space that you need to process through the big feelings and thoughts that come with processing through trauma. And that means having the accountability to recognize I need physical distance right now from this person or from people in general. Uh, I need to allow myself somewhere to get this energy out. That's probably going to be a real common one this week. Um, Get into the gym. Do some physical activity at home. Do some kind of a run. Plop down and just do a bunch of push-ups. 
listen to really loud music and sing with it or scream with it at the top of your lungs. These kind of like cathartic, big activities, um, this is going to give Aries Chiron retrograde that little steam release that it really does desperately need. Now, Chiron retrograde, like I mentioned, gonna be retrograde until December of this year, okay? This is a pretty long time. Do you guys see my sweetie pie? Hi, Toots. Hi. Oh, we're just being a sweetie pie. See why you should be on YouTube. You could see my cute dog in the background. Okay. Uh, okay. Chiron retrograde all the way until December, which means we're digging up a lot of stuff for a while. Okay. We're going to be in this retrograde period for that's over six months that we're going to have been in Chiron retrograde. And so it is going to feel, I want you to listen. It's going to very much feel like, why is everyone out to get me? Why? Why am I constantly being faced with trigger after trigger after trigger? Now, on the individual scope, there's probably a lot of different varying answers for every single person. But the good, though hard, but good part about Chiron retrograde is it's going to help us lean into these tough and hard questions that we need to ask ourselves. Like I said, are you being triggered over and over again because you're not holding your own boundaries? Is there somebody, is there a particular person Maybe you're not in the category of, I feel like everyone's out to get me. Maybe you feel more like this one person who will not stop. They're constantly triggering me. Um, maybe it's somebody from your past. Maybe you don't even talk to that person anymore, but they've been coming into your head a lot or you're having a bunch of dreams about them and it's stirring up all these thoughts and emotions in you. Why don't you get back to the roots a little bit? Um, that's really, really the best thing you can do with Chiron retrograde is there's going to be a lot of recurring, okay? Recurring thoughts, recurring triggers, recurring actions. And we're really asked to stop, stop the cycle from going forward, right? Because we're in retrograde. We can go backwards. So stop and ask yourself, uh, let's go one step at a time. Let's retrace our steps backwards one step at a time here. What caused this one? Oh, that's right. What caused this one? That was caused by this. Okay. And go back that way and help yourself get to the root of these issues. Am I going to recommend journaling again? You bet your fucking ass I am. Probably tell you to do it every episode. Can't help it. It is a really good way to ask yourself, you know, the real tough questions and give yourself space to actually answer them. I think that that's the big deal is a lot of us are like, well, I ask my stuff that all the time. I ask myself that stuff all the time. Do you answer and do you answer wholly and honestly? Another big key player this week 
So we've got sun in Leo. We've got the new moon in Leo happening. We're focusing a little bit on Chiron and Aries retrograde. And now, cherry on top, just to bring her full circle, I do want to talk about Juno in Sagittarius. So we've got all three fire signs. I just thought that that was perfect. Juno is also an asteroid. And you may or may not have heard of this asteroid. These asteroids are relatively modern. They're part of modern astrology. Okay, we didn't discover these during ancient Greek times. But Juno is representative of the wife of Jupiter, which in Greek with myth, can't talk. In Greek mythology is Zeus's wife, Hera. And in modern astrology, we really associate Juno's representation with your role in committed relationships. A lot of people automatically say, this is your spousal role. This is you as a spouse. That's, if you're a spouse, that's definitely true. I also find that this can be in any committed relationship, any kind of personal or professional committed relationship. Juno is a place that you can look at to see what your role looks like on a long-term scale. When you are in a long-term situation with somebody, how do you act and react to, you know, different things that come in life, different things that the other person in that relationship says or does? Most specifically, though, and most importantly, is our relationship and our expression of jealousy. In Greek mythology, Hera was a fucking force to be reckoned with. And I'll be honest with you, when you interpret it from a modern standpoint, it's a little bit like not, not the best force to be reckoned with. There's a lot of badassery in Hera. I will give her that. Okay. She stays with somebody that and commits to somebody through thick and thin. However, she experiences extreme jealousy and extreme envy of Zeus's other partners, though she accepts Zeus for having these other partners, right? She made the conscious choice to accept this person with their flaws and their strengths, but never holds them accountable, only holds external people and individuals accountable. And that's really where the big, big burden and lesson comes for in our Juno placement, okay? And right now, Juno is in Sagittarius, she was retrograde for quite some time, but just stationed direct yesterday, the second on Monday. And so now Juno is officially stationed direct and going through her shadow period. We've got Juno, Sagittarius. We have Chiron and Aries, and we have this Leo new moon coming up. This is a 
fiery time. This is a time to look at each of our individual fire qualities. How are you expressing your fire energy right now? Are you being strong and courageous and confident and adventurous and curious and truth-seeking and initiating and starting new things, new beginnings, right? Are you exaggerating any of these? Are you neglecting any of these? Are you experiencing a big lack in any of these areas? And I want you to sit down in your journal. If you're doing this on paper or like a Word document, I want you to make yourself three sections, okay? In your personal life, in your professional life, whatever that may be, whether it's entrepreneur, small business owner, or you're an employee to an employer, or you are a stay-at-home parent or partner, and so your job is your home, I want you to make a section for personal life, professional life, and your spiritual life, okay? Start incorporating your spirituality into your shadow work. Don't just use your spirituality for shadow work. Look at your practice. Look at your craft. What needs checking and balancing? Don't be afraid to check and balance. I think that was the biggest thing I felt called to come on and talk about here today. I think that's really, I I can feel, and obviously I can see through the transits, this deep shadow that we're being called into, we go into it every single month, okay? Every month we get pulled into the new moon and we get pulled into the shadow period. And here we are again. That's It's just time. It's our turn right now. It's a, it's a shadowy time. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to walk in your own darkness. Don't be ashamed. When I say afraid, I think that people are expecting that classic fear. Sorry, that classic, well, feeling of fear. You know, like when you're watching a scary movie or someone's telling you a scary story or you, right? We know what being scared feels like. And it's like, well, I hear so many practitioners, I'm not scared of shadow work. I'm not scared. I'm not not afraid of the shadow. I recognize that. I'm calling it fear because that's what it is on a root level. But on a more surface level, what you're experiencing is shame. You're feeling ashamed. Am I hitting it? I really feel like I'm hitting deep here. It's shame that we feel when we go into the shadow. We're not scared of the dark. Most of us are strong brave individuals. We can, we can handle some darkness. Can we handle our own shame? A lot of times, no. A lot of times, most people, especially people living very, very unconsciously, they'll do anything and everything that they can to avoid that, to avoid that feeling of shame. I promise, I promise, and this is a big promise I'm making, and I promise it, with regular, and I mean that, regular continued shadow work, 
that shame gets easier and easier to deal with and process. I will never promise you that it goes away. I will never promise you that you will live a day where you just never experience shame ever again. I would be shocked. It's an emotion and a feeling that we experience for a reason. I can tell you, though, that it gets easier. It feels less and less foreign every time. Your self-love will grow. Listen to that again. Repeat it again. I'm going to say it. With regular, true, continued shadow work, shame and feelings of self-shame get easier and easier to deal with and your self-love will grow. I like to offer that reassurance because I have also been at the beginning of a shadow work journey before and I had I had never done it before or I had gone a long time without doing it. And it's scary. It's shameful. And that feels scary. That feels really, really uncomfortable. And because you're at that beginning and it's really hard to have clear vision of where that shadow journey is going to take you, I want you to know from an experienced individual and witch and practitioner who's been practicing regular, genuinely regular shadow work for years now, it will grow your self-love. It will. I'm proof. I know countless other amazing individuals that are proof. I promise. You can do it. You can check in with yourself. And I think that, like I said, the reason that this whole episode, I think why I felt intuitively called to really go into depth into this subject is because of all the time throughout the whole entire solar year, I think that Leo season is the toughest time to go in and do shadow work. We want to be out in the sun. We want to be playing. We want to be enjoying ourselves. We want to be enjoying our loved ones. We want to be in a joyful state. And we know that when we face our shadows and we drum up feelings of shame and fear and limits and lack and and aggression, right? All these things, not aggression, exaggeration. Um, Well, I'm not going to be feeling joyful if I do those things. So I'm going to wait and I'm not going to do it. Problem is, is this starts a whole entire other ass cycle. And I think y'all know what I'm talking about. And it's called procrastinating the real inner work, the real shit that needs to be done. Don't be that person. Don't, you know that person. I guarantee, think of them right now. Close your eyes. Think of them in your brain right now. Who's the person in your life that refuses to work on themselves straight up? Or who's a person that was Maybe they're not anymore. Maybe they were in your life and you had to draw that boundary that was not working on themselves. All of us has experienced this. We've all experienced somebody being that way and living that way. And we have a very strong opinion about it. Don't let yourself fall down that way. It's slippery ass slope. Don't. And listen to me. If you have really prominent, strong Leo placements, if you're a Leo son, If you're a Leo moon, if you're a Leo rising, seriously, (laughs) Leo anything, 
if you have strong planets in Leo, I want you to know you can do it. You can do it. You are the sign of boldness. You are the sign of courage, leadership, self-expression, and nonconformity. That's what true creativity is. It just comes from the heart and the ego, right? From healthy heart and healthy ego. Do it. Go into the shadows. Go ask yourself the hard questions. Why am I experiencing this? Why? When I think of courage or confidence or leadership or authenticity or creativity or self-expression, why, when I think of fill in the blank with one of those words, does it make me feel or think this? And then answer. Now, this has been kind of a serious one today, guys. Not going to lie. You're like, yeah, I know. I just listened to the whole thing. It was pretty heavy hitting. And I really, really appreciate you listening to this with an open mind. And I am always here for anybody that needs additional support because digging up this stuff ain't easy, like I said. And we don't have to do it alone and we're not supposed to do everything alone. We're supposed to connect and support each other, okay? And so my inbox is always open. My DMs are always open. You could drop a comment below if you want. But you can do this. Take it from me. I practically live in the shadow. We could go over my chart a different time. All right, everybody. This was what it was. <laughs> We're going into this Leo new moon. We've got Chiron retrograde in Aries right now. Juno is stationing direct, but going through her shadow period in Sagittarius. And so even though fire burns super, super bright, I want you to start looking into the shadow side of your fire energy. If you do need help locating any of this in your chart, I'm also always happy to help. I will link in the description below my favorite apps and uh, websites that I use. I'm just making a note so I don't forget to do that. And I'll link those so that if you don't already have one that you use or you have one that you do use, but you don't really like it, um, you could check these out. I am excited to see you on the other side of this Leo new moon. We're going to go crawl in some of our shadowy depths and we are going to strongly and confidently step up and step out of them together, okay? And I will see you here next week on the other side when we do. So thanks a lot. Thanks again. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, comment, save, share. Do all the things to support your favorite local neighborhood witch next door. All right, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening. You can find the video component to the episode you just listened to on my YouTube channel, That Witch Next Door. Follow me on Instagram at thatwitch.nextdoor, on Pinterest and Facebook at thatwitchdanny. 
You can send inquiries, artwork, questions, ghost stories to thatwitchnextdoor at gmail.com. And for even more magical goodness, make sure you visit my website, thatwitchnextdoor.com. Thanks again. I'll see you next week.